Shalom. Does anyone even still use Facebook anymore? We do. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's weird because Facebook, I find I have like half the people I know are on Facebook. Yeah. And half are on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Facebook is like kind of all my family, like distant yeah. relatives and stuff. Yeah. I love Facebook because now I don't have to do small talk. Like I don't have to call yeah. my aunt in Saskatchewan and be like, hey, what's up? I could just be like, oh, cool. She's doing that. Right. I mean, I probably should talk to her and stuff, but. My parents don't have Facebook, but I have a lot of aunts. Is that even allowed? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But um, I'll post, you know, family pictures or pictures of my kids on Facebook. And then yeah. parents get upset because, you know, my aunt who lives in Oregon saw it before they did. Like, Why well, don't they just join Facebook? Are they like against it? Yeah, they're against new technology. Facebook's like <laughs> 15 years old at this point. Oh, I know. That's still new to them. <laughs> okay. I don't know. All right, we're going right now. Hi, Internet. How are you? Today I have with me Aaron Villeneuve. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Close enough. We're Twitter friends. I've never met her in real life. No. She's the, I want to say, second American to ever be on the pod. That's so it. if you're watching this live, hit me up in the comments with anything you want me to ask an American <laughs> since it's so different in Canada and America. And um, I just want to point out this week that I'm using my sweet unicorn, I guess a Pegasus mug from the museum gift shop. It has nothing to do with old stuff, but uh, my other mug's dirty. What museum? The Burnaby Village Museum. It's actually pretty dope. It's like an old timey village that like yeah. is just makes it look like it's still running and stuff. And they have like yeah. a black shop and a bakery and everything. So it's pretty dope. I want to go there. I'm a big museum nerd mm -hmm. because I, in college, I majored in art history. Oh, dope. Yeah. I thought I was going to work in museums. And then when I moved back to Seattle, I got a job at the Museum of Flight, which is like a Boeing museum. It's like oh, that's cool. tons of airplanes, like World War One, World War Two, really cool artifacts. And I met my husband there and oh, he dope. actually still works there. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we're kind of a museum family. So can I get free tickets to go see some old ass planes if yeah, I come to Seattle? absolutely you can. Yes. Mm. Anytime. You live in Seattle. I have a question for you. Yeah. Gum wall. Gross oh, or cool? It's so gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, <laughs> I, It's in this alley kind of by the Pike Place Market. Mm -hmm. And when I worked downtown we would sometimes cut through that alley, like going to lunch or whatever. And I would hold my breath because it was so bad. It's Ew. just really gross. I went there in springtime. So it hadn't gotten to, cause I've been to Pike place a couple of times and we went to the gum wall and yeah. we went in spring. So we didn't get that summer stank of the inside <laughs> of everybody in Seattle's mouths from them putting right. their gum on the wall. So right. it was still kind of not smelly or whatever, yeah. unless I just don't notice that mouth smell or whatever but I didn't notice a bad smell it's like a mouth smell but combined with like spearmint and Ooh, yeah. cinnamon and like all the different gum flavors which makes it even worse yeah 
I mean, imagine if there wasn't spearmint cinnamon and it was just yeah. like halitosis, dirty mouth smell. That would be the well, worst. And then it's also an alley, right? So you kind of have the like alley smell, like urine and garbage. Oh, do you think people pee on the gum? Um, I mean, with the state of downtown right now, I would say I would definitely not going to eat any more gum out of that alley. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Uh, all right. Do you want to, do you want to talk about some stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, let's start off with, um, what actually got you, you messaged me because you wanted to come on a couple of weeks ago for Spitgate, And you're like, are you guys talking about Spitgate? Cause I totally want to talk about it. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I couldn't believe you, you weren't <laughs> on Spitgate Twitter because that I, was like, yeah. the algorithm was just showing me like, that's all I was seeing was Harry Styles and Chris Pine. And all the mess from this premiere. I think I um, diseased my algorithm with all my um, conspiracy searches. Because now all I get is like left-wing versus right-wing political shit. And I don't get like the entertainment drama stuff, which I'm kind of okay with. But it would help the podcast a lot if I got like a chunk. Unless it's something super big, like the Little Mermaid thing we'll be talking about later. But actually usually i get all my entertainment stuff off of reddit yeah mm. is that is that a good source for entertainment news? uh it is because people love to complain on reddit it's funny because when we started this podcast me and derek were always like reddit's the promised land of social media it's so nice everybody's so supportive and it's now just like gone toxic and everybody hates everything and it's like you'll join a subreddit of something you like, like say a podcast you like, and then it's just people bitching about the podcast and you're like, wait, isn't this for people who like the podcast? Why are you complaining about it? And then, yeah. but Vancouver Reddit is mm -hmm. the fucking, is hell on earth. Like if you think <laughs> Vancouver Twitter's kind of toxic, Vancouver Reddit is like every bitter liberal arts degree to be like, cliche about it but it's just like all the people who moved to vancouver because they thought they were gonna like be rich doing arty stuff and then they aren't so they're bitter and every time somebody says they do something that's not artistic they get all butthurt and complain about it yeah i mean <laughs> that was me 20 years ago i mean i moved to victoria thinking i was gonna major in you know art history and work in a museum and well, you did. Shit. I, I don't do artsy shit anymore. Uh, yeah, I do. I do this. I count this as art because it's creating something. Yeah. But yeah, like I definitely don't make any money doing art stuff, which is which is kind of fine because I did photography. I dabbled in that and I was yeah. like a professional graphic designer. I made money for that. And it just kind of like made me hate the art thing. Yeah. So now I just do it in my free time whenever I want and that way it doesn't feel like I have to do it which yeah yeah it's the arts world is well it's toxic right and it doesn't pay yeah like when I moved back to Seattle and my first job was at the Seattle Art Museum and I was making minimum wage but there were people with advanced degrees with my same job making mm -hmm. minimum wage thinking that they you know have an in they have their foot in the door now they're really gonna make it now yeah it's just kind of 
that's the other thing too is like there's that thing where it's like you figure like when we were growing up because you're what nearly the same age as me how old are you if you don't mind me asking you're not supposed to ask a lady her okay well i'm just gonna say i'm 43 okay i'm I'm assuming i'm I'm assuming you're younger than me yeah okay but people our age remember when we're growing up it was basically like if you get a degree you'll have a good job it was like the tail end of the American dream where it's like our parents, they told them if they worked hard, they'd be fine. Whereas us, it was like, if you get a degree, then work hard, you'll be fine. So like I got a bachelor in journalism and then I never really got a job in that. That's how I got the graphic design job in a newspaper. But it was still like, I got that degree and I'm not rich or famous. No. Thanks guys. So yeah, it's, it's, so you get like, that's one of the things why people are so bitter in the arts program is because they got their degree yeah. and they want to be rich they figured right. yeah it's like they, they figured like I figured we kind of juke the system where it's like we got the degree now we'll be rich but it's a degree in arts which is fun yeah. so we're totally gonna <laughs> it like fun. oh it was fun <laughs> yeah we're totally gonna be like the people on tv that we like yeah and then it didn't work out and then some of us I don't I've worked on mine I don't really have a diseased ego anymore where it's like you feel you failed. So anytime you see someone else with the arts, you kind of yeah. pick at them to make sure that they know their place or whatever. Mm. Which what they should have told us was get a degree, but make sure you're a very good salesman right. or woman and right. yourself is the product. Because when you do arts, like 70% of it is just making people want to buy your stuff. Not right. making stuff that's good enough to sell, yeah. but making people want to buy it, no matter right. how good or bad it is. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Ugh. I should have majored in something else. That's that's my biggest regret. But eh. like I I have a job. It's it's great. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's not in the arts. It's pretty far removed from arts. But, what is it? Oh, I'm a paralegal. Oh, that's better. That's like me. I'm a welder now. And it's like people like here, whenever I tell people I'm a welder, they're like, oh, yeah. there's money in that. And you're like, well, not enough if I don't want to go to camp or go into the wilderness and almost right. die. Yeah. Right. What What do you weld? Metal. Zing. Um, no. no uh, so I work at a boom lift rental company. So it's this yeah. big company in Richmond and they rent boom lifts. Yeah. And every once a year they have to get inspected with a non-destructive testing so they'll just go over the whole thing and make sure there's no cracks and then if there's cracks I grind them out and weld them and then I build some parts and then I build like shelving and stuff for the shop and stuff oh that's cool yeah it's all right what are you uh paralegal (laughs) (laughs) um I work for a um outdoor sporting goods company So my, my boss is the general counsel. So I I don't Mm -hmm. work for a law firm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're like the on legal department. Oh, crazy. Or like, I didn't know. I would have never thought that a outdoor company would have in-house legal. legal. Well, we do because people get hurt using our, our products or. Oh, that's a good point whatever so there's insurance claims there's um there's some like athlete contracts you know sponsorship type stuff that we deal with do I know any athletes that are sponsored by your stuff 
or is it all, might, like but i don't know their names off the top oh of my is it like rock climbers and shit that i don't know at all not rock climbers no okay i don't want to say the name of the company no i i understand like weird, i but, um i also danced around like, saying my name but if you know any like um people who do like famous or i don't actually no i don't know no, no because the whole point is there's no risk reward for this because if you tell me, if you're like, do you know any famous people who do this outdoor sport? I won't know or outdoor sport. I just won't know. Yeah. And you'll out yourself. So. Right. Like. Okay. No, it's a mm-hmm. cool job. I like it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely nice to work for a company you like. Like you're not just in some like scummy down to well not scummy but just like downtown lawyer yeah. firm that oh. has questionable yeah. ethics like everyone in tv like the bad guys on tv yeah like the defend oh, yeah. the defending side yeah i um i worked downtown before i hated it like i had mm-hmm. to take the bus from the suburb where we live downtown and mm-hmm. it was just it was terrible um but now i work from home and i really like that because i have a million children and it enables me to like you know make their lunch in the morning and oh that's cool from school at whatever you know whatever yeah. they picked up and then I can kind of make my schedule around that okay so now that you I know you're a paralegal does yeah. that make you like She-Hulk more or less I haven't seen She-Hulk oh okay <laughs> Cause I like it. Cause I like all spirits, like all superhero stuff, but yeah. it's like some, it's like when you watch a TV show based on your job, it either makes you like oh, appreciate okay. the subtle things other people won't or hate it because they get stuff wrong. Mm, okay. I'll have to watch it. Okay. Is she, she's a, a lawyer. Yeah. So what she's a lawyer for superheroes. So she's like, she doesn't she's have a super- counsel. Yeah. I love and it. she like she does it as She-Hulk, like in her She-Hulk form. So oh it's cool because she doesn't that does away with the whole like annoying thing where superhero shows are like my secret identity, where it's like she, everybody knows who she is. Oh, okay. So what platform is that streaming on? Disney Plus. Oh, it's a really? Marvel thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have Disney Plus. I just mm-hmm. I don't. Well, watch. you have kids, so you should. Yeah, but they. They monopolize the Disney Plus. I don't even <laughs> log in. They're login. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Spitgate. We were. Is this before is this podcast just like tangent after tangent? Is this yeah. How- we. It's it's sub name is Tangent Factory because <laughs> I just go off. But whatever. We came back. We're still going to talk yeah. about Harry Styles and stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Do you know what happened? Are you up on it now? No, I don't. And I kind I kind of do, but explain it because okay. there, I know we have listeners who don't know what the fuck we're talking about. They okay. probably don't even know what Spitgate is or that it was a thing. Okay, it's complicated. So there's this new movie called Don't Worry Darling. Um, and it has a bunch of people in it. They all have beef. Spitgate is... Beef. <laughs> yeah. So Spitgate, they were at the Venice Film Festival. Wait, wait, who's who's in it that um, we would okay. know? Um, Chris Pine, Harry Styles, okay. Olivia Wilde. I like and Olivia Stan. Wilde. You like Olivia Wilde? I do. She's dating Harry Styles. Did you know that? 
Wait, what happened to Sedacus? Oh my gosh, Dale. <laughs> I told Stop. you. I just get conspiracy stuff with my algorithm. I don't get the juicy hot guys. No, we got divorced and he served her with papers while she was on stage. When was that? I don't know. I assumed you would have covered it. Wait, when she was on stage for what? Some comedy thing? Oh, that sucks. No, but yeah, he he served her papers. Apparently, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say apparently. Maybe she cheated on him with Harry Styles. Ooh. Well, I I mean. I would too. No, just kidding. Are Um, you are you gonna like it's like the thing with equal rights is the women trade in their partners for younger, hotter models too. It doesn't matter that he won a million Emmys for fucking Ted Lasso and everybody won't shut up about it. And I haven't watched it because I don't have Apple TV. You haven't watched Ted Lasso? I don't have Apple TV. And those cheap fucks won't put it on anything else. Oh, I, um, we watched it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't love it. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I thought, I mean, everyone was hyping it up. Like, oh, it's so feel good. It's so cute. Mm, Mm -hmm. Didn't love it. Is it like the humor is too pedestrian, like a Big Bang Theory type of thing? No. Or or was it just like kind of like Wisconsin-y? Does that make sense when I say that? It is too feel good. I don't like a too feel, like, I don't like everything to be wrapped up in a bow at the end Mm. with a happy ending. I don't like that. That's true. I also don't, but I also hate when they go the other way and they're just like, we don't know what's going on. Everything's crazy. What's going to happen next? Like, right. I like a happy medium where they're like, they tie up a lot of stuff at the end of the season, but they leave yes. like a thread open for the next season. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So going back. <laughs> Backing up. When did um, Olivia Wilde and Sudeikis break up? Not exactly. Was this like a year ago, six months ago? Like, is this a fresh? Do I need to Google break? this? Um, I can I Google know. it if you want to continue explaining what happened. Okay. So you left oh. off with Olivia Styles is dating Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Oh my god! If they have a baby, are they going to call it Wild Styles? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> They should get married and hyphenate their names. What? Dude, like if I was, if my last name was Wild and I was dating someone's styles, I'd be like, I don't even care if I don't like you. We're getting married. We're hyphenating our names. So our last name's Wild Styles. Yes. And we're going to start a fucking techno slash B-boy group slash beatboxing. And we're going to fucking take over the world. I can get behind that. I don't that would be amazing like I don't I do not like them together but you just brought that up made me think they need to have a child yeah um when wait what was I gonna say okay so I totally just brain farted you were looking up when okay Jason Sudeikis Sudeikis broke up it's divorce yeah wild it's messy and he i think he served her with like maybe it was child support papers or something no oh fuck what well, this was over a year ago yeah man. there's a, an article how did i miss this huh 
Okay, let's Don't see. Know. But it's messy. Okay. It's, it's messy. Um, it's like a year or so, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so she's with Harry Styles now. Wait, has she been dating Harry Styles for a year? It's been a while. Fuck, I don't get any of this shit. How old is Harry Styles? He's I'm young. Gonna, I'm going to Google young. that too. Yeah. So I'm going to try to keep interrupting you, but no promises. Oh, this is important. Yeah, because to me, he still seems like he's like 18. Right. 1994. Ugh. That's 28. Bam. Okay. So he's not so fast. Child. And Olivia Wilde is what? Like closer to 40? Fucking beat up. <laughs> uh, let me see. 84. So she's 10 years older than him. She's 38. I mean, okay. she's still good looking. She still yeah. gets to be in movies because she's hot. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry no, I mean. For the, male gaze on that <laughs> yeah no um, who's the other olivia i always get her mixed up with so olivia wilde olivia munn yeah that's the is one. that the one that's married to <laughs> the football player the okay, that's football player. no maybe she just that's dated. not the one i was thinking of. Mm, who's the one that dated um the green bay quarterback oh um rogers yeah that was i think that might one. be munn yeah are they still together I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, keep going. Explaining Splitgate. So, so the movie, there's animosity on the, what was the movie called again? Don't, Don't Worry, Darling. And, and why uh, was there animosity was, there? Oh my gosh. Well, I actually don't know the root of all the animosity, um, but I know that Olivia Wilde made some comments about Florence Pugh. Pugh? Pugh? And she, is she in the movie or is she? Yeah, she's in the movie. Okay. And so Olivia and Florence have beef. Okay. And of course, Harry, who's also in the movie, yeah. is team Olivia. Okay. And then there's Chris Pine, who's kind of above it all. Is he in the movie? Yeah, man. And he's not with Pugue? What? Is Pine with Pugue yeah. or no? Okay. No, no. I thought I thought this might be like a double. No. Okay. I don't want to say it's like a um No, it's Okay. So there's Wild, Olivia Wild, Florence is it Florence Pugue? Yeah. Harry Styles and Chris Pine. Yeah. Olivia okay. Wilde and I'm going to guess is Chris Pine Olivia Wilde's love interest or did they make Harry Styles her love interest? I haven't seen the movie. I've heard it's terrible. It's a psychological thriller, so it's probably bad. And it has like a 30-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to... Oh, here, I found it. 36 on Rotten Tomatoes for that the almost... overall... Oh, it's rated R. Mystery thriller. I saw the preview for it when I went to go see Where the Crawdads Sing, and it looked good. I thought it looked like it would be something I would want to see, mm -hmm. but now with all the drama well the drama does make me want to see it more mm -hmm. the rotten tomatoes score being bad makes me want to see it more yeah that's true because usually sometimes when a rotten tomato score is bad it means the movie's actually good and mm -hmm. pretentious interviewers are just dinks and didn't really get it right 
Okay, so they're at the Venice Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Florence, who's filming Dune 2, well, like said she's too. just going to come for the red carpet because she doesn't want to have anything to do with Olivia Wilde. Like, she doesn't want to promote this film. They okay. have beef. I don't really know why they have beef. I just know they do. So there's a, there's video. Of I think Olivia- Poog has some weird stuff she does in real life or whatever. It mm-hmm. might just... Do you think this is just like a diseased ego where she's just the hot up and comer and Olivia Wilde's on her way out because she's almost 40 Probably. and Hollywood is a terrible place that is not kind to aging women? I don't know. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no. I mean, it's, it's oh, yeah. a very plausible theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is this scene, or not a scene, but it's just video of Chris Pine sitting next to Olivia Wilde. Mm-hmm. So it's Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine, and then an empty seat. Yeah. And Harry Styles comes to sit down in the empty seat. And there's video. I'm sure you've seen it by now. I've, I've seen the video, yeah. Where it looks like he spits in Chris Pine's lap. Yeah, because in the video, you can't see the spit, but Harry Styles is like unbuttoning his bottom button to sit down guys know this trouble and then yeah. you just see him go like like that well, like he's just over and then chris prime goes right. and then wipes his lap i mean had it not been for chris pine's reaction mm-hmm. i don't think i would have any nobody would have noticed but something happened he 100 percent spit on him i think he did i'm sorry i do too people are like oh harry styles such an angel he would never but mm-hmm. i think he did he did i think and the I way chris pine reacted because he was like you motherfucker and he <laughs> like because it looked like chris pine was gonna react but caught himself because he realizes he's in hollywood so he has to like play nice and get along with others so he could keep being in stuff because the best way to not be called back into more acting stuff is to not get along with other actors so it looked like he was just like what the but i'm like i don't think i don't think he was trying to be nasty i think maybe it was like an inside joke yeah you know like i don't think he was doing it to be mean i think it was an inside joke and chris knew that he couldn't react like it looked yeah. like he was trying not to laugh right that's true like it could have been like a prank where it's like oh you motherfucker yeah, got me yeah and then a few days later, when he's back giving his concert at Madison Square Garden, Harry Styles is like, you know, I took a break, went over to Venice. I had to spit on Chris Pine. Yeah. So, like, he's being funny about it. He's being, like, self-referential about it, but he's not denying it. Makes me mm-hmm. think it's an inside joke. Yeah. But this was all over the internet, and then Queen Elizabeth went and died. So, and ruined Spitgate for everyone. Yeah, we'll <laughs> never get to the bottom of it. So would his, what would have been the motive for Harry Styles, besides the practical joke we've already covered, do you yeah. think it was Chris Pine was sitting beside Olivia Munn instead of in the empty seat? So okay. Harry Styles couldn't sit beside Olivia Munn? No, because Wild? he had his name on the seat. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I'm of, of this whole debate, yeah. I'm team Chris Pine because I'm oh, not yeah, a huge fan of 
styles chris pine has a hilariously big head so i like when he's in movies because he looks like a cartoon character so i want i want him to make more star treks also my other thought would be if he was like so if chris is like if there's if he's siding with florence in the Mm -hmm. girl drama that's going on between olivia and florence maybe he's spitting on chris for taking florence's side but that Mm. seems like a really shitty childish thing to do like why would you spit on? i mean harry styles is only 28 he's (laughs) barely out of diapers at this point like, I'm gonna spit on someone who has not even the person who's disagreeing with my girlfriend but the person who is you know on the side of the person who's having a disagreement with my girlfriend that seems really shitty mm-hmm. I don't think he would do that I think it was a joke yeah I, I'm down with you because the way Chris Pine reacted and he was trying not to laugh and it was like a oh you motherfucker you got me laugh so I think yeah. it was also like a joke did you see the the footage of someone interviewing Harry and Chris together? And Harry was like, the thing I love about this movie is that it really feels like a movie. <laughs> and Chris Pine is just sitting there and you can see the like his will to live is just leaving his body. Yeah, and he's he- like, I fucking had to go to acting school for a hundred years. And this guy yeah. just walks in because yeah. he's good looking. <laughs> yeah yeah he was like it's he was not having it it was really funny but that's so then like on twitter a lot of brands you know they always jump on the train like too late they're like oh yeah i love about it is that it feels like i don't know the thing i love about diet coke is that it really tastes like diet coke or something oh shit chris pine is my age he's 42 is he really he's born in 1980 he looks great for his age i would never thought he was that old yeah when you just rub millions of dollars on your face every day it makes you age gracefully (laughs) he was in princess diaries was he i -hmm. didn't see that wait i did i see that that's the one with anne hathaway right yeah i think i saw that was that his first movie i don't know that came out in like early like 2000s yeah because that was that was when I was working at Blockbuster and I pretty much watched any movie that came out because streaming yeah. services weren't around back then. Right. So yeah, when you work at a when you used to work at a video store, they would all the movies would come out on Tuesdays, but they would come in for the weekend on Friday oh. so that you'd have a chance to like label them and enter them all into your inventory and as an employee, you were allowed to take them out as long as they were already processed and you return them on Monday night so they could be put on the shelf. So it'd be like, you would just grab all the movies if you worked Friday and then watch them over the weekend. And that's why I watched Princess Diaries, guys. The only reason. (laughs) The only reason. It's a good movie. Julie Andrews is in it. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, you have to deal with Anne Hathaway, but she... Actually, it's weird because Anne Hathaway, I'm coming back around on her because when she was really young, I was like, ah, she's all right. And then everybody was like acting like she was like the hottest thing ever. And I'm like, she's not really that hot. Like she's like Julia Roberts hot where she just has this big mouth and you're like, it looks kind of weird. And then she was in that movie, that comedy a while back. And then like date night. No, she wasn't a date night. 
Anyway, she's been in a couple comedies lately. I'm like, all right, I like her again. Oh, Witches she was good in. Oh, yeah, Witches. Yeah. That's a good one. Speaking of live action remakes of childhood cartoons, there's a lot of people very upset three years after we all knew it was going to happen that (laughs) Ariel from The Little Mermaid uh, live action remake is actually an African-American girl named Haley Berry, who's not Haley Berry. That's is the thing Haley, that bugs me. Haley Bailey or Haley? What's oh, you're probably right. It's like, hey, it's very similar. Yeah, I, th- it, I think Haley. it is Haley. Haley. Bailey. Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. Yeah, it is. It's Haley Bailey. Okay. You're right. I'm an idiot. I'll okay, openly so- admit it. No. Um, here's my first thing about this is that mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people online complaining about people complaining that she's black. I have not actually seen anyone actually complaining that she's black. This is a thing that comes up. Like we talk about this on the podcast a lot, yeah. where it's like people will preemptively complain about people who are complaining when they aren't complaining like if i go on twitter and i'm like i can't believe people are complaining about the little mermaid being black they're so stupid because it's it's like virtue signaling because it makes me look like i'm super good and accept all races of people as being mermaids and i don't care what color they are so it make it gives it like gives it preemptively gives me virtue because i'm fighting against something that's kind of wrong but you're right i don't like we also don't really go on far right or old people Twitter where I think some people would complain. I haven't seen too many people complain, but I have seen the same argument from a couple of weeks ago from the new Lord of the Rings show, because oh. that has African an African-American elf as one of the main characters. And people complain about that. Well, it's the same thing as the little mermaid where it's like, most people are just upset because they're changing something. And it's like, they, it's not even that they're upset with the race. It's just like, I don't know. It's like if you change the car in a movie to something else or whatever, but like, I'm just like saying subconsciously why they might be more upset. And there, there are genuine racists out there who probably don't like it, but I feel at this point, the genuine racist kind of, learn to not say stuff out loud on Twitter and social media because they keep losing their jobs and stuff. Right. And then there's the like, well, technically pedantic people who say stuff like, well, elves would be white because they are described as having fair skin or like some people with the little mermaid, they're like, well, she lives underwater. So she wouldn't be darker skin because the dark skin came as an evolutionary trait from dealing with direct sunlight to protect you from the you you uh the ultraviolet rays and technically wouldn't she be like iridescent or something yeah she would she'd be like see-through and gross right (laughs) and she would have fish eyes instead of human eyes but it's like the thing is it's like it's a mermaid like the biggest surprise would be that she wouldn't have like fish markings, like have blotches and camouflage or something. Like if like, it would be cool if they like did makeup where her belly was lighter than her back, like how most fish are because 
when you look down on a fish, they're dark, so they blend in with the bottom. But when you're under a fish and you look up, they're light, so they blend in with the lighter water above them. So as the mom of mm -hmm. an eight-year-old girl mm -hmm. who loves Disney, loves all the princesses, I can tell you that she does not give two shits what <laughs> color Ariel is, what yeah. kind of markings she has, what color her hair is, what color her, you know, anything is. All she cares is that one, she's pretty and mm -hmm. two, she can sing. Yeah. Because that's, that's what sells. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think most normal people care. Yeah, I don't see very many people like you said before, like, I don't think a lot of people are actually complaining about it. I think it's just a bunch of people taking advantage and jumping on a soapbox to preemptively announce how good they are. My so concern with it is I watched the trailer and yeah. my umbrage is the shape of her tail because it's longer for some reason. So she has this longer tail than she did in Little Mermaid. And she has like four fins on her tail that look like a guppy tail so it just like it doesn't look like the mechanics will work right when she's swimming and i was like why is it so billowy she's not gonna have enough speed to go through cut through the water and stuff <laughs> but that's like that's totally a dale pedantic mermaid. argument yeah i mean if only there was a real mermaid we could yeah right you know let's find a real mermaid see what she looks like yeah. I guess the closest comparison was manatees because that's what they say sailors thought were mermaids were what really? actually manatees because they're manatees? just fucking they're half cute. drunk with bath, bad eyesight and stuff. I guess. I have no idea how you'd think a manatee was a part woman. woman. Yikes. Yeah, it's terrible. Yikes. Hmm. Definitely yikes. Interesting. Do we know who's playing Prince Eric? Um... Pro it Chris uh, <laughs> it's Chris Pine and his giant head. Uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid cast. Like the cast was announced in 2019. Oh, I remember there was like, there was a big thing about who Ursula was because oh. they wanted someone else to be. Oh, no, wait. What the fuck is this? 2020. I think it should be a member of BTS. Okay, wait, there was a, oh, weird. It says Little Mermaid, it's dated as 2020. Has this been done for two years? No, there was a live action Little Mermaid on like NBC or something. Oh, yeah, and Haley Bailey was Little Mermaid in that too. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm going to go back. Fuck, that's annoying. There we go, Little Mermaid 2023. Um, so we got her eyebrows look weird. Like she has some weird dents in her eyebrows. I'm just saying that because that's the main picture, cannon. I guess maybe that's like part of her gills. Where is the cast? So Hay Haley Bailey, Haley Melissa Bailey. McCarthy is Ursula. I'm not mad oh, at that. Be good. Uh, Jonah Huare King is Prince Eric and I don't know who this guy is i'm going to tell you what he was in oh he's a handsome guy he was in world on fire yeah. Let's see what was the last thing he was in safe word it was a short never heard uh, of it 
This is the night. Is he hot? Can you see his picture? Yeah, he's hot. Okay. Well, that's he's... important. Oh, he was in uh, World on Fire's a TV show. He was Harry Chase. Uh, yeah, he's he... not been in much. Does he look like the cartoon Prince Eric? Does he have like dark swoopy hair? Wait, wasn't Prince Eric blonde? Nope. Oh, no, I'm thinking Pocahontas. He has like a short cut tight it's like kind of that half curly thing so it's not mm. swoopy but mm. he is he does have black hair he does have dimples Ooh, mm. so that's good and he's white he is white oh, okay i was hoping he would be like one of those k-pop boys and make everyone mad okay i have umbrage mm. i have racial umbrage <laughs> because little mermaid's dad is white they should have just made them the same race I'm just joking. They cast? Wait, no. Javier Bardem is King Triton. That's her dad, right? Javier Bardem? Yeah. yeah. King Triton. Javier Bardem is Spanish. Yeah, he is. So they should have cast a Latina. Who's Queen Selena from Little uh, Mermaid? Is that Little Mermaid's mom? Maybe. Okay, she's black, so that makes sense, right? So okay. We're back on track. We're good. We're back on track. Okay. <laughs> um... I don't know who these people are. Karina, Perla. Oh, Jacob. those are her sisters, I think. Okay. She has a bunch of sisters. They do a whole thing. They're like a singing group, and then Ariel always disappears. Okay, because one of them is super white, and one of them's racially ambiguous. So I guess mm -hmm. they kind of got all the races for them. Um, is, um, is, what's the little crab? What's his name? Sebastian. Is he going to be a live person? No, it's going to be a CGI yeah. character. That's going to be David Diggs. That's going to, that's a missed opportunity. Who's Scuttle? Scuttle is the seagull. Oh, that's going to be Aquafina, which is. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then. And then what, isn't there a fish? Flounder. Flounder. That's Jacob Tremblay, who just looks like a kid actor. I've never seen this guy before. Mm. Yeah, okay. and then there's a bunch of other names. I'm pumped that Melissa, Melissa McCarthy's Ursula, though. That'll That's be good fun. casting. That's good casting. I think there was, like, there was kind of, like, drama because it was going to be Queen Latifah as Ursula because okay. they had originally cast Little Mermaid, like, in 2015 or something. Oh, like they're okay. going to make it and then they didn't end up making it. So they recast obviously, because yeah. you can't have someone who's old be Ariel. And then I think that's when Melissa McCarthy got cast as Ursula. Okay. Or was it because that I'm just going to check if the 2020 thing we were talking about. No, she was in. I that feel as like well. I heard something about them wanting to cast. Um, a drag queen as Ursula. Oh, really? Yeah. That would have been recent, though. Yeah. Like a famous one. Okay, okay. There was a Little Mermaid live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that had an African-American Ursula. Who? I don't know who that is. Queen Latifah? I don't know. It has a picture of her. It doesn't say her name, though. Mm. Here, let me see. 
I'll click on the Newsweek article and it will tell us. Um, this is riveting stuff. It's important. You're doing the important yeah. work. Oh, it was Queen Latifah. Okay. As Ursula. So she, that's what it was. This was in 2019 as, the, as an ABC musical. How confusing to do a live musical and then to do a live action movie. Like, I know, right? They just do one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of other. Are they remaking every Disney film as a live action now? I think they are because I think it's a licensing thing where it's if you don't make a movie with that title for, I think it's got to be like 15 years. Like, this is why they keep remaking Spider-Man's and Fantastic Four's. Yeah. Because you official you first you start the licensing, you buy the licensing or something, and it's like super expensive. And yeah. then to renew it, it's not as expensive. So that's why they'll make that's why like Fantastic Four, the Silver Surfer was kind of subpar. And then that one with um the the newer Fantastic Four movie that everybody hated, they kind of just reskinned a different movie and made it a fantastic four movie and just put it out so they could keep the franchise of fantastic four that was fox who owned that so this so disney is re doing all their movies so that they can yeah. keep it because it was like remember when they used to just put them in the vault yes yes and then they would release them and then they would release them like once every 15 years, yeah. they would re-release the same movie. But that was this, that was like a same loophole to hold the licensing fee for that. Okay. Because since it was considered a new release, since they could, took it off yeah. and it was re-released, then they could keep like, that's what happened with Little Mermaid the first time around. Like they released it yeah. and then they took it off the shelves and you couldn't buy it anywhere. And then they'd be like, straight from the Disney vault. I and then remember that, that. Yeah. that was a really genius marketing ploy mm -hmm. because there was this family I used to babysit for. And the mom was like, I think now we would consider her a Disney adult, but that wasn't a term back then. But she would mm -hmm. buy all like every time a movie was released from the Disney vault, she would buy it for her kids because she's like, it's going to be, they're going to be too old the next time it's, it's released, you know, and she wants them to enjoy it while they're little did so she, she buy like them before the kids were even like anytime it came out oh that makes sense yeah she's like she's one of those people like oh announcement i'm gonna have a baby and i'm telling you this because i'm gonna on purpose buy toys for the baby i'm gonna buy action <laughs> figures for my son or daughter when they're older that's but, uh, um my house with <laughs> the number of Hot Wheels I have Ooh. in my house. That's that hilarious. I just saw Hot Wheels. Sorry, go ahead. box in the garage. Like one of those um, like huge boxes, plastic mm -hmm. boxes, full of Hot Wheels in their original packaging that Ooh. my son is not allowed to play with. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was just, I, I was just, I was just at the grocery store today yeah. and they they're done this like special release of Hot Wheels and it's all vans with like fake airbrushing on the side. And there's like Jurassic Park ones and there's like yeah. Avengers ones. And there's oh, one nice. from the movie. Speaking of Disney movies, yeah. what was that? What was the Disney movie or the Pixar movie 
where they were like trolls and they're trying to find magic and they onward uh, yes yeah hot wheels is re- has released the official onward van that the older oh. brother drove and it has like the unicorn on the side oh, and stuff that's awesome. did you buy it was this close to buying it but oh i was God, like i was like whatever hot wheels two bucks i'll buy it. and i looked at the price and it was six bucks and i was yeah. like Yee. specialty ones are so expensive although i did buy all the muppets hot wheels when they came out <laughs> nice that was mm-hmm. relevant to my interests mm-hmm. but um yeah my husband and son they they collect all the like european hot wheels so not european but like european cars okay here's a here's a hot wheels question do they yeah. poo poo the fake hot wheels stuff because it's the like hot stuff? wheels will have real cars oh, and yeah. then they'll have just like cartoony style like oh, whatever yeah. cars <laughs> My husband um, does, but my four-year-old son doesn't. <laughs> because usually those are the ones that go really fast on the track. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're more aerodynamic. Have you seen the TikTok Hot Wheels videos where there's this, there's like, I don't know how many people are doing it, but I've seen a couple different TikTokers. They'll set up a Hot Wheels track and they'll get them going so fast that they'll punch through the drywall and stick into the wall. Oh, I've don't let your don't let your four-year-old watch those videos because you'll come home to hot wheels sticking into your walls <laughs> i would i would too yeah i'm not on um hot wheels tiktok but maybe i should be mm-hmm. need to get my algorithm my tiktok algorithm is all over the place is it yeah and it's funny because i'll get like that and i'll just get like the weirdest shit on it and it's funny because it's like one of my favorite new things to do is algorithm comparisons. So on yeah. TikTok, I'll be like, get my friend. I'm like, send me your first five for you page TikToks. Okay. And it'll be something. And I'll send them my top five. And they'll be like, yeah. dude, what the fuck is going on with your for you page? It's all this like <laughs> weird semi horror, like dark <laughs> stuff. And their stuff is like, like military stuff like guys shooting guns and fast cars and stuff and it's funny because it's like either even my algorithm doesn't think i'm like machismo man and just gives me weird stuff instead of gun stuff okay mine is like baking so Mm. just like someone making cookies or something Mm -hmm. or like a recipe um like a stay-at-home mom like a day day in the life but it's always oh, okay. not realistic. It's like the mom who gets up at five and works out before her kids wake up and does two loads of laundry and cleans the kitchen and then makes the perfect lunch. And yeah, it's not realistic. And then like makeup or, <clears throat> oh, I, I got a lot of the um, Alabama sorority rush girls. Like sexy sorority rush or just like getting drunk? I mean, they're 18, so I don't know. Um, That might be my porn algorithm. (laughs) No, these girls, it's a thing. It's a whole thing. Alabama rush TikTok where. I've never heard of it. Well, you guys don't have Greek life in Canada, do you? I mean, I'm sure there's people who sodomize each other. (laughs) (laughs) Like fraternities and sororities at university. Oh, I think some of the schools here do, but our whole like Canada college is like nothing like the States. I went to UVic, so I know. Yeah. UVic is 
one of the biggest schools in our country. Yeah. It's probably the best. Go Vikes. I wouldn't say the best, but it's obviously one of the biggest. It's probably either (laughs) maybe the second biggest in BC. Probably. Maybe behind UBC, I want to say. Yeah. And then there's probably some bigger in Ontario and Quebec, but that's it. So it's Uvic is probably since I was there 20 years. Yeah. It's probably top five colleges in Canada, top 10 for sure. So you can compare that to colleges in the States. Yeah. That are probably just massive. Well, I guess, you know, in the beginning of the school year, these kids who want to be in a fraternity or a sorority, they go through Rush, right? They visit all Mm -hmm. of the different houses. So anyway, in Alabama, University of Alabama, I guess it's a thing where the girls will get on TikTok and be like, this is my outfit of the day. And they just talk about what they're wearing. And so then people get invested with all these characters, I Mm. guess you could call them. Um, So it's like Alabama sorority housewives, real housewives of Alabama sororities. (laughs) And there's, you know, there's this one who's, her name's Kylan. And she has like a tagline and everything, which is like, hey, y'all hope you're having a great day, not just a good day. And she says that in every video. I hate it. (laughs) I I don't know. Like, I I don't know. But that's for some reason I got on that side of TikTok. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I need to get on Hot Wheels talk. Mom talk. Did you follow the mom talk drama? The Utah Mormon moms, the swingers? Wait, you're. Like swingers or sister wives? Oh, they were swingers. Yeah. I know. It's, I mean. <laughs> it kind of. But it's. um, There was this whole. All these moms that would make TikToks together. And then like the leader of the group. They were swinging with each other. And then. Like the girls were scissoring or they were doing each other's do- husbands. Yeah doing each other's husbands Mm. and then I don't know apparently things got out of hand and then yeah it was a mess it was a mess the reason why we don't do swing clubs and we don't fuck each other's wives and husbands is because we'll just end up killing each other because nobody can handle it because it just makes us crazy like the reason like this is one of those thing reason the one of those things in the bible that isn't just to like keep us from having fun it's like somebody way back realized that if you just go around fucking everybody somebody's going to beat your head in with a rock so they made a rule for it just to save you from yourself <laughs> save you from yourself <laughs> like if i was a dude all oh, i am a dude i guess if i had a wife and some dude who's obviously hotter than me started effing my wife and she was okay with it i would just kill him i'd be like look you can't do that you were okay with it no why would i be okay with that you know like mormon mom swinger tiktok i don't know Mm -hmm. it's just messy yeah that's it's funny because you think mormons would be more like religiously staunch and not into that sort of stuff but then you get into like mormons are polygamy is almost baked into the religion because the people who founded it were like scumbags 
I think there's also the element of like when you get married when you're 18 or 19. Oh yeah. You're like you're repressed. And so yeah, by the time see. you're 30, you're like getting into some really weird shit. Yeah, like you haven't sown your wild oats or anything mm-hmm. and you just pushed it to the back burner. See, yeah, I'm thinking about this like a 43-year-old right. who swinging just seems like twice as much work and I just want to go home after the party I don't want to have to like do all that other stuff but if I was like in my early 30s and I'd been married since I was 18 to like the first person I ever had sex with I would definitely be down with swinging and then I would get my head beat in with a rock probably right right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, I would suggest people wait till they're ready to get married. I mean, for me, I've never thought that there needs to be like a specific age for getting married. I think you just have to be emotionally ready to be married before yeah. you get married. Are you married? You're not married. No, I'm not emotionally ready. No, it's just sorry. It's just once you pass a certain age, you yeah. just think of marriage as a bill and you're like, well, I don't have enough money to get married right now. So we'll just wait. Really? Well, yeah, because well, in Canada, sorry, in Canada, after you've been living together for six months, you're oh, common law. What? So for taxes and everything, you're like married anyway. Like Andrea's all my taxes. And for all intents and purposes, besides a sheet that says we're married, we're married. Like all the legal stuff. Yeah. Since we're common law. That's interesting because in the United States, Mm-hmm. Um, a big reason to get married or not, I shouldn't say that it's a big reason to get married. That sounds terrible, but we have, um, health insurance to think about. Yeah. And so like, I have a friend who, you know, with COVID had to cancel her wedding, but they had a courthouse wedding cause she needed to get on her husband's health insurance. Ah, uh, see, Andrea is on my health insurance. Because we're common law. Uh Oh, yeah. Because I remember somebody saying why that was such a big deal for gay marriage in the States was because it was for healthcare stuff. Like if you were a gay couple for 20 years, but you weren't married and your and your like boyfriend got in a serious car accident, you couldn't go see him in the hospital because it was family only. But if you're married, you could. Yeah. I wonder how that works up here. Hmm. I don't know. I just know it's, it's depending on where you work, you have like better or worse or cheaper or more expensive healthcare and Mm -hmm. like the health insurance that you pay every month. And sometimes it's better to get married. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I have some healthcare questions about the US because I'm Canadian. Well, actually, Derek, the usual ho- co-host of this podcast, who yes. had a preemie baby with his American wife. So I've asked her a lot of questions. Yeah. Um what was it? I was trying to you know think my first one. thought when I saw they had a preemie and they were in the middle of fucking nowhere was like, oh my God, how much is that gonna cost for them to like get to I know I know but that was my first thought how fucked up is that yeah well as an American where can I donate to their GoFundMe yeah wait 
you're in Seattle. Here's a question. How much income tax do you get taken off your check? Rough percentage. Income tax? Yeah. That just comes straight off before you see it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Because up here, it's like over 20% of your paycheck just goes straight to the government. I was Mm going to guess 20%, but I guess I don't really know. I should look. Yeah. Because that's basically how we pay for our health care. And then we have up here, we have it. It's weird because you guys have health insurance, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we have health insurance up here. So it's basic health care is covered. That's like uh, major stuff. But anytime we need like specific surgeries or elective surgeries or prescription refills and stuff, we pay for that unless we get insurance. So Mm. we still have, we still have private health insurance up here, but that's just kind of like a top up to our free health care. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I know we do have free healthcare for, you know, really poor people, but, Mm -hmm. um, otherwise you have to have a job. Mm -hmm. So like where it kind of screws you over is like, if you're a one income family. So when we were, um, you know, I guess during COVID I wasn't working because my kids were home and doing school online. It was a mess. Um, Mm -hmm but my husband was working, we were paying for our family of five, we were paying $1,200 a month for healthcare. And that came off the top of his check. And then we still had to pay co-pays, doctor visits, um, prescriptions and stuff on top of that. So insurance will cover a portion, but they won't cover everything. Um, But so with me not working, I was like, well, shit, that's a lot of money for yeah. a one family to be paying $1,200 a month for health care. So mm-hmm. I was looking into seeing if there was any assistance or whatever, just until I went back to work. There's not because we made too much. Uh, okay. We made too much to qualify for help, Damn, but it was there's... still a big chunk of our budget. Sounds like your husband has a really good paying job or is it not no, that high of a threshold? No, I shouldn't say no. I mean, he works for a nonprofit. Okay. But like when you say he makes too much money to get assistance and stuff, that's not like he makes $300,000 a year. It's like the threshold to be too much is yeah, low. Yeah, the threshold oh, okay. to be, it was low, but it was still, you know, I don't know. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Like the government thought we had to, we made too much, but we didn't feel like we made too much. We felt like 1200 a month was a lot. That, that is a lot. And I feel like the government thinks everybody makes too much. Like you make too much. You should just give some of that to us. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Healthcare is <laughs> messed up here. I, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, we can go to a doctor, though. I know you guys have like a doctor shortage or something. Oh, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, oh, we're doing this thing now. Like, I just signed up to get on to a waiting list for a family doctor. Like, we have walk-in clinics yeah. where you could just like walk in and then there's emergency that's at a hospital that you could just go to a hospital and be seen. But you could get a family doctor who like keeps track of all your shit and what's broken. Yeah. 
but now it's like I got on a waiting list and they say they have a question where it's like, do you want a licensed practicing nurse to be to play the role as your family doctor? Instead, if you want an actual family doctor, your weight, it said your weight will be significantly longer. So I was like, like how long? Like how long? A year? Oh, probably years. Oh my god. Multiple. Yeah. I don't know. I had to make an appointment with a doctor recently and I went online. I looked it Mm -hmm. up. Did they take my insurance? Yes. I called. And this was a new doctor for me because my old doctor retired mm-hmm. and they were like, you can come in in two weeks. And I said, yes, boom, had the appointment. Everything was great. Oh yeah. For me to make that same appointment would probably <laughs> be a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, if you're like, oh, my, my arm hurts. I think there might be like a chronic disease or something. It'll take yeah. a while. But if you're like. Yeah. Cause for me to see the sleep specialist, mm-hmm. because I have sleep apnea now, like this was before, before I knew, cause I had to like go to a walk-in clinic and I was, cause mm-hmm. you need a, to go to a specialist, you need a referral. So I was like, yeah. I need a referral to go see a sleep specialist. And it took me like a week to get the appointment with the walk-in. Yeah. And then once I got that, it was like two, I want to say two, maybe a month and a half to see the sleep specialist and then they sent me home with this thing you put on your finger and then they test the oxygen in your body when you're asleep or whatever and then like how many times in the night you stop breathing and then they're like yeah that happens then another month and a half after that I saw the the specialist (laughs) about the results yeah and they're like all right we're gonna start you on a machine so like two weeks after like a mask yeah well I have one that's like yeah it comes underneath so it's just like it's just like a tube that goes like this and goes up and then the hose comes out the top and what it does is it gives constant pressure in my nose as I'm sleeping and then if I stop sleeping like the pressure builds up and then it just forces air in because with sleep apnea what happens is you just stop breathing and then that's scary your heart spikes and then you get like all this like your blood gets just deoxygenated and you're not like getting enough rest and stuff oh my gosh yeah uh, wow I snored super bad man because every time you like do that you kind of stop breathing for a bit and then you snort a whole bunch and yeah my girlfriend loves this fucking sleep apnea machine because i don't snore anymore is the machine quiet Mm -hmm. noise it's very like I got like it costs like two thousand five hundred dollars. Most of it was covered for my extended health care, yeah. but it's super quiet. And I know there are loud ones you can buy because people are like, you might have to drown it out with a fan. Mm-hmm. But like I sleep with a fan, so it's mostly drowned out anyway. But mm-hmm. you can't really hear it. For me, it's loud because I'm it's like I'm it's like when you're snorkeling and you're breathing into the tube and it goes up past your ear you can kind of hear it that's what it's like for me so it's kind of loud just because I'm breathing into the thing that's on my head so do you have to bring it with you when you travel yeah is it huge like how big no it's like it's like this big okay so it's like um yeah it's this big and then it just plugs in and then it has a hose that comes out Hmm. 
so what it what it is it is it has a little water reservoir and it's basically just a pump that pumps air that's moisturized like from the water reservoir so it's not pushing dry air and drying out your lungs or whatever like a humidifier like straight up yeah nice Mm -hmm. it just shoots into your nose (laughs) (laughs) um wow we've gone through two (laughs) that was that was a bigger tangent than uh the spit gate tangent we went on i know oh since you're an american this is a good one yes Let's talk about, wait, do you have, I sent you all these. Is there one that you like more than others or? Oh yeah. Let's talk about that because we talked about the first half of this last week with Mm. um, Wesley, but DeSantis upped the whole, because what we talked about last week was Abbott from Texas was sending immigrants on buses to New York, Chicago and Washington, D.C., and DeSantis fucking just said, hold my beer. And he loaded up a plane with 50 <laughs> immigrants and sent it straight to Martha's Vineyard. And me as a person outside of the country, I fucking love this. I am all for this. Why? Send all these immigrants to all these fucking like Democrats who are like, we love all of these people. Bring them. And they're like, yeah, OK, you're not a border city. Guess what? You're getting some of these now. And. Last week, I tried to say that it is bad to treat these immigrants like they're sort of pawns in some like vindictive game. But at the same time, if you're a Guatemalan and you're leaving Guatemala because of political strife or whatever reason they're leaving and you get to Texas and they're like, or I mean, Florida, because DeSantis is from Florida. If you get there and then he's like, hey, you want to go on a private jet? You're like, fuck yeah, I do. And they're like, you want to go to martha's vineyard and you're like that's where the rich people live and they're like yeah and you're like fuck yeah i do send me to martha's vineyard and then they get flown there yeah and then they made this big show about like the whole neighborhood pooled their resources and they got them food and then 24 hours later they just sent them somewhere else (laughs) where did they send them i'm not sure but it's like it's still a developing story. Because, is that that's in Massachusetts, right? I think so. I think so. You're and the I, one who's supposed to know that because you're American. Martha's Vineyard. I don't know all those fancy East Coast places. I don't know who the fuck is Martha anyway. It's not oh, Martha Woods Hole. Okay, I'm pull, pulling it up on a map. Okay. That's taken a while to load. Where the fuck? Newport. Is that Connecticut? Newport? Isn't that Rhode Island? Okay, so Martha's Vineyard is... It's a little island that's... Do you, Oh, is Providence? He sent them to an island. Wait, what the fuck? Okay, I don't know what state this is, but it's like... Where is... What's Providence in? Rhode Island. Oh, no, wait, it's not in Rhode Island. It might be. It's Massachusetts. Boston's Massachusetts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, what's Nantucket? Massachusetts. Yeah, okay. It's Massachusetts. So okay. it's in between New Bedford, which is on the mainland, and in between Nantucket. So it's this little island where all the rich people live. Yeah. And yeah, so they sent them there. 
Wow, there's two airports there. Sorry, getting distracted. I think, I think it's real shitty to treat them like cargo. It is, but I but, feel like yeah. because the whole reason this started, I went over it last week, and but if you didn't watch last week, what happened was during COVID, there was like, what was it like Bill 42 or something where yeah. the states were allowed to just turn people back at the border, be like, sorry, COVID, we're full, get out of here, you can't come in. <laughs> and then Biden, when they're lifting all the restrictions, yeah. he got rid of that. Okay. So what happens is the immigrants come to the border and they're like, we would like to be part of your great right. country. Right. And then the Americas is like, ah, maybe I guess come yeah. here. Give me, give me your phone number. We'll look into your backstory. We'll send it to a judge and see if you're allowed to stay here. And what hap what's happening now is while they're waiting to hear back from the judge, they're just allowed to go into the country. And so Abbott, the guy from Texas and the guy from Arizona, were like, well, we just have to deal with these people now. Well, if the Democrats it's are the ones who did on this, yeah. yeah, yeah, like I get why Abbott would be like, we don't want because it's not just like the few Mexicans who want to come in. It's just like this, like those convoys or whatever that used to happen. So it's people yeah. from like Guatemala coming up. I'm going Salvador to Texas. One. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's mm -hmm. just like the land border and stuff. So right. they were like, well, if the Democrats are making it easier for the immigrants to come in, we're just going to send these immigrants to Democratic cities. Yeah. And that's what Abbott was doing with the buses. And they were being like, do you want to go on a bus? And a lot of the immigrants, what they were doing was they would say they want to go on the bus. Yeah. And then before it got to New York or whatever, they just get yeah. off somewhere along the way because they had right. family somewhere. I mean, I think the optics is really shitty, mm -hmm. but honestly, they're probably going to have more support and more resources in blue states mm -hmm. than red states. Yeah, because there's going to be a saturation point for the immigrant support system in Texas and it's probably lower than it would be if it was in a blue state like you said yeah. but like if you want to have more immigrants because you need more labor or you just need more people in your country you'd yeah. figure you'd want them spread out yeah so I would think so yeah. yeah yeah like I like it it is bad like you said because it is sort of treating these people to make a point as yeah. not it's like it's like objectifying the immigrants right but at the same time it's good to send them to like new york and chicago because these people are making legislative decisions without really understanding the full impact of what they're doing yeah so it's good for them to have to deal with the repercussions of these laws that they're passing yeah i think so yeah yeah i um hmm has there any been, has any made it up to your way in Washington? I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. I know on the Eastern side of the state, there are a lot of jobs for mm. immigrants Yeah. Um, in the, you know, apple orchards and whatnot. Untrained labor. Yes. Is that what we're calling it? Is that the. Yeah. Cause 
I know in, up in Canada, we're having like kind of an untrained labor shortage. Are you having mm. the same thing down there where it's just like, nobody... I feel like it's a labor shortage everywhere. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Like if you're having a genuine labor shortage and these yeah. immigrants can work these jobs because they right. don't need to be specialized. Right. And that's another argument to have them kind of spread right. out through the country. Yeah, I think they should. Mm-hmm. But I also think, I don't know who is lying to these people and telling them that they should come here because it's going to be, you know, baskets of kittens and roses. And Well, I know. think I think what it is, is just like Guatemala not to judge a country harshly but obviously if people are walking through countries just to get to the states guatemala must be shit and it must and i think a lot of the time like you hear like even if you just come to the states and you make minimum wage picking apples to them that's more wealth than they could have hoped to make in guatemala and i know like my brother-in-law he's on a dairy farm and they have two laborers come from Mexico mm-hmm. and they love it because they come up here and they're making like 18, 20 bucks an hour yeah. Canadian, which yeah. is like five bucks American. I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the, co- the currency rate is, but they yeah. love it because they just yeah. make money. They keep yeah. enough to live and then they just send it back to their families. And then their right. families are just like living all high on the hog back in Mexico. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, my husband's Mexican. Okay. Yeah, he came here on a um a visa. So on a museum visa? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like a pilot training visa. Oh, dope. What your guy your guy is a pilot? No, he didn't um, finish. Got a, uh, he was got like, a, I like old stuff museum. more. That makes sense why he's at the aviation museum. Yeah, he's I don't know how many hours short he was of um of finishing, but can he fly stuff? Yeah, I think he can fly, you know, the small like Cessnas. Right? Yeah, but I mean it's been years. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, yeah, we don't have a plane or anything. <laughs> I'd imagine it's probably pretty expensive to just go F around for a couple hours and fly a plane too. Yeah, but yeah. you know, we go down to Mexico occasionally to visit family and whatnot. And oh, cool! Just the poverty that you see there—it's just—it's yeah. incredibly sad. Like he's from Mexico City, so oh yeah, yeah. So there's parts of the city where the poverty is just—it's so sad. And we brought the kids last summer, and you know, one of my kids is really sensitive, and mm-hmm. he's you know, these beggars in the street or, Mm. you know, they have kids with them. And she's like, why aren't the kids in school? You know, why are they making their kids sell, you know, candy on the street corner, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, it's just so sad. And I can see why they want to come here and have the opportunities and the education and everything. But um, I don't think we should be lying to them and telling them that, you know, it's, it's an easy road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at least, you know, a good portion of the country doesn't want you here. Yeah. I wouldn't say half, but you know, 
mm -hmm. a lot of people who are against it. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so hard to get a segue Segway out of this. Into something better. Um, what else do we got? Speak. Uh, uh, okay, so we, we're at an hour and 15. So what we'll do is I'm doing this thing where it's like a quick hit. We'll just wrap up all the other topics that I had sent you, but yeah. we won't talk for three hours about like we did for Spitgate. And we'll try to keep this one on the rails. No promises. I'll try. Okay. So do you know what Wegmans is? Wegmans? Right? Yeah. It's in the States. I've never heard of it. So they're ending their self-checkout app. So what, ha what they did was they're like, they're, brilliance was they thought nobody was thieves and they're like what we're gonna do is as you're shopping you can scan stuff with your phone put it in your cart and then that way you can just leave without having to go through a cashier and they're like nobody's gonna steal from us but now they're like okay people are shoplifting way too fucking much we're not doing this app anymore that makes sense although we yeah. have that sounds like the Amazon Fresh stores we have here in Seattle, where you just, it's like contactless. Mm. And it just well, connects to your Amazon account and it knows what you're putting in your, or what you're, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's probably takes away the chance to steal because everything's automatic. Whereas this was like, if you just put it in your cart without scanning it, nobody would know. Oh, like yeah, the Amazon one kind of scans everything as you're leaving, doesn't it? I think so. Was there like RFS tracers on every Apple? I don't know. I've never <laughs> been to one. I've just heard about it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure that's probably all just like the apples are in a package. Although hit... self-checkout, I do steal bags. I do not pay for bags on the self-checkout. Do you guys sell plastic bags? Yeah, it's eight cents per bag. I don't, I don't oh. pay for that. It up says, here. how many bags do you, how many bags did you use today? I'll always say mm -hmm. zero. I'm not paying for bags. Sorry. That's, mm -hmm. you're going to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to confess. What the hell? What? Sorry. I just went, tried to go to the, I was trying to be proactive and preemptively go to the next story, yeah. but. I got this big security alert because it says you can't go here because this website is trash. So <gasps> I have to open it on my phone because last week we were talking about, I'm sorry, you're not going to jail. Sorry to leave everybody on a cliffhanger, but yeah, we, Vancouver has gotten rid of all plastic bags Yeah, and only has some um, reusable bags. And but I'm in Burnaby, which is kind of like a suburb. Yeah. It's like ever it is to to uh, Seattle, and here some places still have plastic bags. So that's why I was asking if you guys did because uh, apparently America doesn't care about the turtles for no, whatever fucking annoying reason they got rid of. Like, oh, I just saw today that um, New Jersey's having a huge problem with the like reusable bag thing. Because yeah. and, and they said one of the reasons that it's a huge problem is because they're trying to curb people of their New Jersey mentality. It's like what? Because in the state of New Jersey, they don't you can't even use paper bags. You can't use single-use bags at all. 
so they can you only have reusable bags and the thing with reusable bags is they're still made of plastic right. and if you don't use them 11 times you're not helping anything and so every time you order DoorDash or like Uber Eats in New Jersey yeah. they bring it to you in a reusable bag because mm-hmm. they don't even have plastic bags so these people are just having these like buildups of reusable bags Um, so last week we were talking about vampires and how in Poland they found these, they were like, we found these vampire skeletons and what it was, was they dug it up and they had like locks on their legs and they had a scythe over their neck so that if the like person were to come back alive, it would cut their head off. And then the same website was like even more vampire news. So of course I'm like, fuck yeah, give me more. (laughs) So they're like more trips or or tricks that people were using for burying their vampires and one of them was placing a rock in their mouth or a brick in the like dead person's mouth okay would be awkward um oh my god is that it I, I love these articles are like all these chips and it's just like rocks and stones I thought and vampires couldn't die well, the, yeah, it doesn't make much sense because all these people are treating like people they think are vampires from coming yeah. back alive. Because right. it was like, but that would I, make a zombie, right? Yeah, I think what it is is if you kill a vampire, but you don't use a stake or cut off its head, it just comes back to life. Like it's like getting knocked out as a person; they just come back to life a little bit later. Hmm. And a zombie Most of is more of like vampire knowledge is from Twilight. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just reading this article. Anyways, yeah. So there's just more stuff. Ooh, a Natchzerher is another name for a vampire. A Natchzerher. I'm just, I'm just t- totally derailed right now. Anyways, yeah. So it's like. They just put the, like rocks in their mouths to stop them from being vampires. I don't know how it works. You don't, you don't want to watch this podcast and be reading, especially since this is quick hit. Okay, quick hit. Uh, next one is MTG, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Green. Green. Kicks a reporter. I saw this on Reddit. Like yeah. everybody was super butt hurt that. Marjorie Taylor Greene was had like security on both sides of her and she's walking down a sidewalk and there's this um reporter asking right. her questions and just being like annoying and kind in of the like way. trolling she her yeah in the way I watched the video she was in the way yeah she definitely was in the way and I'm not saying Marjorie MTG was okay to kick her but it was right. kind of like it looked like it was just her like get out of my way I'm walking yeah. here yeah but she should have just like, like to me. she should have just put because the reporter was walking in front of her and kind of like half turned and then just like slowed down. I don't know if she did it on purpose, but it, maybe the first time wasn't on purpose. But mm-hmm. then it kind of looked like it was kind of like a like, OK, now move. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I don't know if the reporter was slowing down in front oh, of her on oh. purpose, but yeah, mm-hmm. then you see, like, it looks like MTG kind of like kicks her feet. It's off camera. So you can't tell what's happening. Yeah. And everybody's like in an uproar And some people are like, well, don't get in the fucking way. Like that's bad reporting etiquette. 
Right. My whole thing is like, she has security on her arms. She's going somewhere she has to be. And they're like security are rushing her along. So nothing happens. So she probably shouldn't have kicked her. She should have maybe straight armed her, but then you kind of don't want to do that because it's on camera. You touching someone and it could count as assault. The smartest thing to do would have just been to stop, tell her security to grab this reporter and get her out of the way. But then that's a whole do other thing. Do most Congress people have their own security detail? They should. When you're, it doesn't, it doesn't when seem you're like that's normal. Fucking shoot your mouth off like MTG. <laughs> you need security guards. <laughs> MGT. MTG. Or MTG. MTG. Yeah. When I, when you first sent it, I thought it was Machine Gun Kelly. Mm. Oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's not. Mm. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so you think what do you what are your final thoughts on this? I think the reporter should have gotten out of the way. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, yeah, it was kind of a like don't kick someone, but it's like if I'm in Costco and you're not moving your cart, it's like I'm gonna like kind of, you know. Yeah. Maybe MTG should just start walking with a cart in front of her for to give her space <laughs> and then she can just hit people with it yeah um an edmonton okay this is next topic oh, an like edmonton brewery makes t-shirts here i'm just gonna open this article so i can see what the t-shirt said so they release 500 t-shirts that they were giving away as kind of like a marketing scheme for charity yeah. where they're like and on them it said oh fuck it's a video shit and it was like a hand doing this. Yeah. Oh, and it said be more kind day. Yeah. So it has it has like a drawing of like hands like this. And it says be more kind underneath. Yeah. And then the deaf community got very upset because it's close to ha- the hand signal for vagina, which is this. Wait. So is it? Is it though? Have we yeah. confirmed this? Yeah, I looked it up. I Googled it. I Googled hand symbol for vagina because i remember this is also one oh okay what about this because years ago the university of oregon they all in football the football fans will do this like make an o for oregon for oregon yeah and there was some similar outcry Mm. from the deaf community that this was signed for vagina or something oh maybe it's like um the same thing like Yeah. And like, I remember some of the players who were majoring in sign language, which is funny to me. Um, they were like, we don't like it when people do this. Yeah. So the whole yeah. point, I think the main thing is you make a diamond. So like DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the old wrestler, his he did this because like a dime or like a diamond and it was like a vagina or whatever. But the but the shirt had it like yeah this yeah the thumbs down because it makes a heart and i say to these it's easier to do this yeah that was the other thing i don't know i don't know why they didn't do it that way yeah but uh maybe fuck off deaf people it wasn't a vagina it was a heart (laughs) the lady in the interview she was all upset i'm like i don't understand why i guess even if it is similar to the you know, sign for vagina. Is vagina a bad word? It's a, I don't know. 
yeah, like, what is this lady going to go burn down all of Georgia O'Keeffe's paintings because they flowers look like vaginas? I don't know. And honestly, I feel bad for this guy who was just trying to raise money for the community or mm-hmm. whatever. And now all the attention is because the hand symbol looks like something else. Oh I my feel God. like the message was lost. I'm going to email this guy and tell him that instead of using, they should make the exact same teacher or t-shirt, yeah. but instead of using the hand symbol, I'm just going to make sure that Georgia O'Keefe is the one who painted all the vaginas. Yeah, she was. Okay, yeah. They should use a Georgia O'Keefe painting. <laughs> just like the flowers. That would be so much funnier. <laughs> I'm just impressed I pulled that out. That I knew that Georgia reference. O'Keefe? Yeah. Really? Well, because usually I'll, I'll like remember that there was an artist who painted yeah. vagina, flowers that look like vaginas, but I won't remember yeah. the name. And then yeah. I'll just like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, final statement on this for me is it doesn't look enough like the vagina. It's obvious they were trying to make a heart. They're trying to raise money for charity. Yeah. Stop big facing your way into the story and leave yeah. it alone. I concur. Okay. The next story is um, Jimmy Kimmel at the oh Emmys gosh. was laying on the ground. Did you watch the Emmys? Did you see this? I did not, but I saw I saw the everything about this. Yeah, I saw pictures. So what happened was he was co-hosting with someone else, or were they co-announcing the award? I think he was just announcing the award. Oh yeah. So it was him and someone else, and it was for comedic actress or main comedic actress. Or was it Actress. writing? Show. I think it was writing, wasn't it? No, because uh, the ch- no, I think here. Let me let me see for sure because um, uh, let's see. Uh, kill out. Oh, and it was outstanding writing for a comedy series with. I think that's what makes it worse because Kimmel has never won for his writing because he's an unfunny piece of shit. <laughs> he is. And he always tries to be like Mr. Woke Pants when he was part of the man show. So he shouldn't be allowed to be every time he does something where he like tries to like cry over how people are mistreated. They should be like, you hosted the man show. Shut up. You're okay on Ben Stein's money, but you don't get to be Mr. Woke Pants. I don't like him. I will not watch Jimmy Kimmel. I will watch Jimmy Fallon. I do not mm. like Jimmy Kimmel. I think I, what he did at the Emmys is peak white male privilege. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This and this think, time or something else? No, this time. What he did, okay. he like was on stage for her entire moment. Yeah. A black so, woman receiving a writing award. And yeah. he just laid there. He made it part of his bit. It's in every picture. Yeah, that I is bad. I were her. Um, so I'm going to give you the reason why he was doing this. Cause he didn't just like walk up and then lay down. So Will Arnett and Jimmy Kimmel were supposed to co-announce the winner for best, uh, writing for a comedy series. So it was him and Will Arnett. And then Will Arnett dragged Kimmel on stage and joked that Kimmel had gotten into the skinny margaritas backstage. And then Will Arnett announced that, um, Quinta Brunson from 
was it Abbott, Abbott Elementary, Elementary yeah. which by the way, I watched the first three episodes. Not that funny. Shouldn't have won this Emmy. It's all right. It's like, it does the whole like office space, parks and yeah. rec, look at the camera yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's about a elementary school in Philadelphia. And it's very, it's like, it's funny enough to watch. Like it's like superstore level funny. It's funny enough to have on while you're doing something else. Yeah, exactly. It's not, I won an Emmy, but like you said, yeah. Ted Lasso won all the other Emmys. So yeah. it's just like, it's like boring people funny. I'll say that. So he's, Jimmy Kimmel's laying down. She like steps over him as part of the joke. And then like she does her announcement or whatever. And then Will Arnett comes out and drags him back off stage. It's not funny. He no, shouldn't it, have done it. Yeah. He, I think he like, he stole her moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not funny. Yeah. And I think he'll be like, oh, I didn't mean to steal her moment. I didn't think it'd be funny. I thought it'd be funny if I was on stage for this whole thing. But you're right. It is in every picture. It would have yeah. been okay if he dragged him and left him out, like, right. to the side. But right. it's like, she's like, you know, there's pictures of her giving her speech. And he's just laying down on the ground. And everybody's going to be like, what the fuck's going on with this picture? Right. Because it just, was like, yeah. Such a shitty thing to do because isn't she like the first black female to win this award? I don't know. I think it was probably a special moment for her. Yeah. It I was her that's... first Emmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. Like I don't know, you could be right. The audacity to do that than like an unfunny white guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, unfunny Jimmy white Kimmel. guy. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, and our last one, yes, the end topic, which is actually pretty good. So, a chess player in some apparently big deal tournament yeah. was accused of cheating by using vibrating devices and then i think it was elon musk who just shows up fucking everywhere went on twitter and said he probably had anal beads so the story is this guy was accused of cheating at chess by using anal beads i do not understand how the anal beads are supposed to help at chess well in his shoe they weren't they like in his shoe yeah because like the way that the vibrations work is it's like left and right and like i guess left is across right is up so it's like it'll be like beep 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 whoop, and that'll be which piece is it and then it'll be like a computer yeah it's connected to like a chess playing computer that is like solves all these problems and will tell him where to move his so it's basically a super smart computer algorithm thing would be vibrating through his shoes and he would interpret it to where to move his things. But then it got telephoned along the way right. by maybe Elon Musk or someone else might have said it, that there was the anal beads that were vibrating. So that so that's why they didn't find it in his shoes or whatever. So, <laughs> so far-fetched to me. Yeah. And it's like, there's no evidence for this. This is just like, like you said, a game of telephone on Twitter with Elon Musk. Yeah. I just love it because my as soon as I saw this, I was like, is this the spoil is this a spoiler for season two of Queen's Gambit? <laughs> <laughs> the 
That's a good show. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. I was like, wow, a TV show about chess. I'm not watching this, even though I'm reading news stories about chess. Yeah, so apparently the reason they said he was cheating, too, was the guy he beat is some big dick grandmaster at chess. Right. Like, fucking super duper player guy. And the guy who beat him is like some up and coming phenom, but he's only like 19. So... I mean, but if he's also a potential grandmaster, then. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, the guy he beat was named Carlson, and he's played 53 classic classical matches without ever being beaten. So I think chess is like split up into two things, two different things. There's like classical style and some other style. I've- I don't know. But this one style that this Carlson guy got beat at, he had a win streak of 53, which seems super good, but you got to lose some time. Right, right. Maybe he just fucked up. Maybe he had anal beads and couldn't concentrate. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. I feel like, you know, every winning streak has to come to an end. Doesn't necessarily mean the other person was cheating. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just, I'm willing to entertain this fantasy because it's hilarious to think of some buckled down nerd chess player with anal beads vibrating inside of him. That this is the drama in the chess world. Yeah. (laughs) They're not spitting on each other. They're just using vibrating sex toys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Much more civilized. (laughs) If only... Harry Styles and <laughs> Big Head could <laughs> squash their beef with vibrating sex toys. <laughs> Chris Pine, that's who. I just lost his name for a sec. Chris Pine. Okay, that's it. Okay. We made it through. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say that this was your first podcast, so good. You handled it very well. Thank you for joining the show. I'm glad you came on to explain Spitgate to me, and I'm sorry if I derailed it too much. No, the derailing was the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> um, where can people find you? On um, Twitter? Well, I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Aaron underscore Ville and Instagram, but I, I'm private on Instagram because I post pictures. Ooh. Yeah. Private. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it for the, the socials. Okay. I mostly retweets on Twitter. Not okay. a lot of original material, but. Yeah. If you follow me on Twitter, Twitter, we've interacted enough that she should yeah. have popped into your feed mm. via me <laughs> because she retweets all my hilarious tweets. I do. I like funny. all your tweets. I think <laughs> you're really funny. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um gonna clip this and send it to Derek (laughs) it's funny because like that's the only compliment I care about is if people think I'm funny like you are funny thank you that's awesome it's uh yeah you could find me on twitter at super dalebot speaking of my twitter uh the podcast twitter is at outrage fact pod usually I send like when we're going to do these live streams, like a half hour or whatever, I'll be like, hey, we're going live. Come join us. So you could do that. Um, 
I will also post the link to the YouTube video of this post live stream. I don't tweet too much on there because I only have it signed in on my laptop and I always tweet from my phone. So, but whatever um, you can send us a Gmail or an email at our Gmail. If you have any feedback, you want to side with Aaron and tell me how funny I am. That's fine too. That's outrage fact pod at Gmail. Um, <clears throat> Facebook is facebook.com forward slash outrage fact pod. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. If you are listening to this and you like what you hear, even if you don't like what you hear, like it anyway, subscribe, maybe leave a little comment or a review. And yeah, oh, we have merch still available in the Red Bubble store. The link's in the show notes. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Unless you had anything else to add. No. Okay. Um, so until next time, do you know it? No. Oh, it's just this dumb thing at the end where I go Derek usually says it but he's not here so he goes until next time and then I say say stay angry so I'm gonna say until next time I'm not clipping any of this out by the way either so it's gonna be super awkward okay. but I'll say until next time and then you say say stay okay. angry okay 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 until next time stay angry <laughs>